Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up-to-date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. I'm your host, Tiffany, and I'm so excited to be kicking off our podcast interviews today with Rosa Noreen. Rosa is such a delightful human, and she's truly a joy to chat with. I cannot wait to dive into this interview, but first, a quick announcement. We've begun the 2020 edition of the 21 Days of Belly Dance Challenge, so please head over to our Instagram page, at the Belly Dance Bundle, to join in and to learn Rosa's creative combo today. We're celebrating the launch of this year's bundle, which goes on sale on October 21st. These challenges will introduce you to our contributors and to the themes, just like this podcast does, of their classes in the 2020 Belly Dance Bundle. And... It's a really, really great way to start your practice habit. So if you are not already joining us over on Instagram, I do encourage you to check it out. You can do as few or as many of the challenges as you want. Um, They scale to all levels and you can really make this your own, especially with Rosa's challenge today. It's a super fun time. So come on over and check it out. Now let's talk delicious pauses with Rosa. Hello, dancers, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. Today, we're here with Rosa Noreen. Rosa, welcome back to the podcast and your fourth year in the belly dance bundle. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. I love the belly dance bundle. I love that you love the belly dance bundle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you make it fun and you make it so doable. That, thank you. That means a lot. You're welcome. So, this year in the bundle, you are actually creating something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are doing the Delicious Pauses drum solo, That's which right. I'm so excited about. So can you explain a little bit about um, Delicious Pauses for people who haven't studied with you before and kind of how you've developed it into like, it's almost like a framework at this point. Absolutely. I would say. Yeah. 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 Um, it started in like... 2011 and I've just kind of gone a bunch of different directions with it ever since um but basically it's it's the idea of being able to slow down to really take your time to enjoy the moment that you're in which we all know (laughs) if you've ever performed (laughs) so time moves differently for the performer than it does for the audience you might think you're moving slowly and then you look at a video of yourself and it's like you know, three times as fast. I mean, Morocco said this once in an interview, you know, about watching her performance like back in 19, I don't know, 60 something. And so, you know, it's, 
it's something that we've all experienced for many, many years. It's not a new problem. It's not a new experience by any means. Um, so yeah, so I kind of have worked with that idea specifically. Um, a photographer once told me that I had delicious pauses and it worked really well for their photography. Um, so that's where the idea kind of started. And then I love that. Continued. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So it really, you know, when you deliberately slow down, it gives these moments that can actually be captured. Um, if the photographer is someone who is looking for those moments. Um, and yeah, and so I, I developed a way to a technique and a methodology to slowing down. And I've worked with it in Vail, I've worked with it in Taksim, I've worked with it in all these different venues. I've also worked with it in drum solo, but this is the first time it's coming out of my classroom, <laughs> out of my dance studio, my immediate students, and going on to a broader um, uh, group of people. So I'm really excited to share. That's, yeah, when you when you sent over the title of the class, hey, I'm doing delicious pauses drum solo, I was like, oh, what a good idea. Because especially with drum solos, I feel like we're just like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Hit all of the things, do all of the things, shimmy all the time. Yeah. And to not do that, I think is actually going to be like a really cool challenge. Like a yeah. really, a really interesting way to reinterpret the musicality of a drum solo yes. and and slow it down and really hit the things that, that matter the most. Yes, absolutely. I'm like, so for people who are newer to this, it can make a drum solo more accessible because you don't feel like you have to hit all the notes. So it's a benefit for newer dancers. And then for dancers who are more experienced, who are physically capable of hitting all those, all those beats, all those notes, um, we get to sort of take it to the next level and add this drama and this artistry and this like, oh, what's she gonna do next? Or he gonna do next? What are they gonna do next? Um, to really allow like, a drum solo to be a fun, playful, dramatic, like whatever take you want to put on that drum solo, we, we can, we can do that in a drum solo too. I love it. I'm so, I'm so excited. And I feel like I say this in every episode, people who are listening, but I really am excited about every <laughs> single course that's going to be in the bundle. <laughs> Get all these awesome people collected together. <laughs> it's going to be so amazing. So I wanted to ask you, do you think there is any time where pausing isn't appropriate? Like any, any part of this where it doesn't fit in somewhere? <laughs> um, no, but also yes. Um, because contrast is the name of the game, right? So if we're yes. only being like, okay, I'm pose, which isn't what pausing is necessarily about. But if it's like, pose now, okay, wait, eight counts, pose again. And you do that the entire time, it becomes predictable. So, you know. That's not the point. Um, the point is to use these delicious pauses as moments of contrast. And there's different types of pauses that we can use. And varying the type of pause and the application of the pause is part of the key to making it be an effective thing instead of, a, oh, she's doing that again. Yeah. That's what, so I actually took this delicious pauses workshop from you probably back in like 2011 in Los I Angeles think, yep, or somewhere yep, nearby. It was, it was exactly that 2011, 2012. Yeah. Like and, that. um, <laughs> I loved, I loved exactly what you're talking about. This idea of different kinds of pauses. Cause you don't think like 
I don't feel like most people don't see it that way. There's like, you're moving or you're not moving. <laughs> but when you talk about it, you make it, it's so, you make it make so much sense. There's like oh, the pause where you're moving a little bit and the pause where you're like super still and the pause where you're anticipating yeah. what's going to come. And the way that you break it down, I think is so, is so great. So awesome. for people who want to work more at slowing down, at pausing, at, at adding these moments to their dance, what do you, what tip, what suggestions, what resources would you recommend that they kind of turn to in their home practice to, ah. to kind of pull back and, and do this on their own if they had to? Oh, that's a great question. Um, the number one thing I have is to breathe. Every type of pause that I have sort of identified has a different type of breath associated with it. And remembering to breathe <laughs> is a thing that I'm sure that we all have experienced. Um, but really, really actively doing that because rather than just like staying still and waiting for the next thing to happen, like that's not an exciting experience for the audience or for you just waiting, but instead experiencing that pause. Um, and if you're breathing, you are physically having an experience. You're feeling that air come in and out of your body. Um, that can help to make the pause be an actual experience rather than just waiting for the next thing to happen. I love that. Okay. So when you're at home practicing, mm -hmm. practice taking a break, breathing through the music, instead of just moving straight onto the next thing, like try to build it into almost your the way that you put the musicality, right? Like into your body. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. And I will tip. say there's a video I watched recently and somehow it's the first time I've ever seen this video and it's Mona Saeed dancing to Lessa Fucker at um, actually at Mina House. So it was probably at Hawasalan or another festival um, in like 1992. And, um, and it's, it's like all pauses, it's all emotion, it's all pauses. So finding something like that, finding something that has some really distinctive pauses in it that like speaks to you, dance along to that. Like see what it is, you know, obviously you won't be able to recreate the experience exactly, but you will find these moments that surprise you um, if you actually sort of put on a video and try and dance along to it. You'll hear the way their movements connect to the music and you'll hear what they sort of surf over versus um, specifically tie their movements to in the music. It's almost like you're testing their musicality on your body. Yeah. So like, so you're yeah. hearing it, you're hearing it with your body, not with your ears. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way, but that is what you're doing. It is. It is. And we actually did that in my class this week. It was so much fun. My, um, advanced students. We, we, we dove right into that Monozai video. So much fun. I'm going to have to put a link to that in the show notes so people can, can check it out. You got it. So is this then how you would say you incorporate it into like your own practice? Like as you're working on pausing and building choreography and, and doing that, just where am I going to put those breaths yes. in this dance? Like how, how do you how do you work choreography into all of this? Because I feel like- That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, because like breath work, I feel like it works really well in improv, mm -hmm. right? Because like you have to be in the moment to improv. And when yes. we get into choreography, that's where we start to get into the like, we're not, we're not listening anymore. We're just doing the moves in the order that we were taught. Yeah. And so 
like bringing this back into choreography? Like, how does that work for you? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I, I really try to deliberately work those moments into, into the choreographies that I create. Um, I, I, so, um, for myself, um, I almost never perform choreography. I'm almost always performing improv. Um, but of course it's, it's prepared. Like I've, I've worked with the music a lot and within that music, I, I know because of my own experience, I know where I'm going to start to feel like, ah, I'm not doing enough. I need to be more impressive. I need to, you know, get fancy. Um, and so as part of my own improvisation preparation, um, I try to identify those moments so that I know I'm like, here, this is where I'm really going to apply this type of pause and this type of breath. And here, I'm going to hold that a little bit longer, um, whatever it is that I end up doing. <laughs> um, but then in a choreography, the magic, to me, the magic of a, of a performance of choreography comes when it looks like it's um, improvised. It looks like it's off the cuff. It doesn't look like you're counting. Okay, five, six, seven, eight. Now the other side or whatever it is that you're going to do, right? Like you don't want it to look like you're reciting something, but you want to look like you're actually embodying the music through these movements. Um, and um, the, my mind's going like five different places right now. <laughs> How do I circle around here? Um, so, so using the pauses and, and, deliberately building them into a choreography and build whether it's a group or a solo choreography, building that breath into the choreography can really make your choreography look like it is in the moment, like you're really experiencing this now. Um, and you can make it exciting in like this, this sort of cliffhanger moment. You can find that moment of anticipation and be like, what am I going to do next? Okay, here I go. Right. So you can, apply these pauses in that way to the choreography. Does that make sense? Does that answer it's, that question? I, I think it does. Yes. Okay. And I love what you mentioned about, um, you know, you're going through it and you're like, oh, I need to be more impressive here. Right. Like I need to do more here. And I think that's yep. right. That's where the like hyper speed almost comes from. Sometimes <laughs> it's like we feel like we have to do all the things we know yes. in this little three minute fan yes and it we get anxious about it and then we move faster because we're anxious but even like take dance away when someone is anxious what do they recommend that you do breathe precisely so like <laughs> doing that in a dance context like of course that's going to slow your dance down it's going to reduce some of that anxiety you know and if you build it into your choreography i feel like then you're not worrying so much about what's next what's next what's next you're going breathe Yes. Okay. Yes. Now do the yes. thing. Breathe. Now do the thing. I love, I love it. That's fantastic. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to see how this, how you've applied this to a drum solo. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited um, to share. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Thank you so much for being part of the bundle this year and for giving people some great tips that they can kind of work on this on their own, whether or not they get the bundle. Um, can you, Tell us, where can people find you on the internet? Absolutely. Um, rosanoreen.com is my website. And um, you can find links to all my, all my stuff from there. 
And you, you teach live classes online now as well as the pre-recorded stuff. Yes. That's right. Yes. I have weekly drop-in classes. I have some like short three-week special topics classes. We're doing emoting with the upper body coming up in, um, Nice. Um, October. I'm psyched. And um, I also have these longer sessions that are like deep dives into say Lisa Fucker or Dara Dalayam right now. Um, and yeah, and all my classes um, also have class recordings. So even if the Perfect. live time, I pre- personally prefer attending and teaching live classes, but for those people who can't make the time and still want to participate, they can. <laughs> That's great. So yeah. we're closing out our podcast this year. We have a, a question we're asking everyone. And I would like to know, where is the strangest place that you have ever danced? <laughs> Good one. Um, probably the video store. Remember those? Like a blockbuster? <laughs> yep. Except it was our amazing local independent video store. And nice. boy, were people not expecting a belly dancer in those aisles. <laughs> <laughs> were you there for a gig or were you just going to do some advertisement? It was, it was a gig. It was a, like a surprise birthday. That's fantastic. It was so fun. I love it. <laughs> Everybody has the best stories. All right, Rosa, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being part of the bundle. And everyone, we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Tiffany. Wasn't that delightful? I really love how Rosa took this one throwaway comment and turned it into an entire methodology that we're going to be able to experience in her delicious pauses drum solo in the bundle this year. You can jump into that starting October 21st, so be sure to mark your calendars. But if in the meantime you're looking for something to do and you're interested in hearing the song that Rosa uses for this course and maybe doing a little bit of a drill, you can head over to the bundle's Instagram page today to get Rosa's contribution to the 21 days of belly dance challenge. I'm super excited to see what people come up with. So make sure to head on over. It's at the belly dance bundle on Instagram. And if you want to find out more about Rosa, you can find links to her website and all of her social media handles on the podcast page, www.thebellydancebundle.com slash 30. Come hang out on Instagram and make some awesome combos with your practice today.